Miracy. There was once a man who traveled the world. He traveled so far and for so long that he came to the conclusion that everywhere was really just the same. I mean, different countries had different languages, but basically people were just people and every place was basically the same. That is, until he came to this place. As he came towards this town, he passed by a field. At first he thought it was a graveyard because he saw stones all laid out across the field. He went in and began to walk around, and that's when he noticed that every stone had a name. But under the name was written something quite strange. It was a number, or perhaps a date, but it was expressed in years, months, weeks, days, hours, and sometimes even minutes. So for example, he passed by one stone, and under the name was written three years, ten months, two weeks, six days, nine hours, and thirty-seven minutes. It was the same on all of the stones across the field. The largest set of numbers he could find was five years, eleven months, three weeks, ten hours, and fifty-three minutes. And he wondered, if this is a graveyard, why are all the children dying in this place? Hi, I'm Lisa Bloom, the Story Coach and you're listening to Once Upon a Business. In each episode, we explore a story, a fairy tale, folk tale, or traditional story, so that we can discover the amazing lessons relevant for business and for entrepreneurs. The man left the field full of the strange stones that looked like graves, and he walked towards the town. He saw that it was like most of the small towns he had visited, there were shops and houses, cars and bicycles, a library, a marketplace, all very much like every place he had been. And yet something was different. He noticed that everyone seemed to have a small notebook tied around their neck. And he saw that every now and then they would stop what they were doing and open the notebook. They would write something down and then continue what they were doing before. There was a woman pushing a baby in a pram. She suddenly stopped opened the notebook that was tied around her neck, wrote something down, and then continued along the path. The man was hungry, so he went into a bar nearby. The barman greeted him, and once he was seated at the table, he took his order of a sandwich and a drink. While he waited, the man noticed that there was a couple sitting at the table by the window. They were deep in conversation, and then the man opened his notebook, the one tied around his neck, wrote something down, and then continued the conversation. The barman came over to serve the food. He too was wearing a notebook tied around his neck. He said to the man, I see you are new to our town. What do you think of it? The man said, it's very nice, but I do have a few questions. When I was approaching the town, I noticed a field, and I wondered what it was. The numbers on the stones seemed so unusual to me. Each number is written in years and months and weeks, days, hours, and even minutes. Is that a graveyard? And now that I'm here in your town, I notice that you all wear these notebooks. What are they? And what are you writing down? The barman smiled and said, You're very observant. You see, in this town, when a child is old enough, we give them a notebook, which they wear for their entire life. 
The notebook is so that when we experience meaningful moments, we write down what it was and how long it lasted. We do this for all our lives. And so when a person dies in this town, well, we bury them in that field you saw, and we put a stone on their grave with their name on it. But we don't write down the day they were born and the day they died. Instead, we open their notebook. We add up all their meaningful moments, and then we get to a number that's written in years and months and weeks and days and hours and sometimes even minutes. Because in this town, meaningful moments is how we measure life. And this is that town. And these are those moments. This is a story I heard from another storyteller many years ago. I've often told it at the end of a workshop or an event, when I want to honor the space that we've created together, and when I feel that it has been a meaningful time for us all. In the story, the man visits many places, and he comes to realize that all people and all places are the same. I love that he's traveled the world and yet discovered that people are people. There's an equality and a down-to-earth reality that really resonates for me. Long ago, I realized that when we hear other people's stories, especially if we assume those other people to be different or even enemies, when we hear their stories, we realize that we're much more alike than we are different. The ongoing journey, the tireless travel to places far and wide, reminds me of the heart of entrepreneurship, the need to persevere, to be tireless, to keep on going to find inspiration and the path to success. I've witnessed over the years how moving this story is for so many people, because it speaks to the shift of what we value in our lives. Often, we speak of value in terms of time, a person who lived for 85 years, or a company that's been around for 20 years, or the amount of time we've spent gaining experience and expertise. But here is a shift that requires us to think differently. How do we measure value? It's actually not in time, it's in quality and meaning. In the online world, we strive for bigger and bigger lists of subscribers or followers, and yet it's not the quantity that matters, it's the quality of our list. I know entrepreneurs who boast of a list of 40,000 people, and yet sometimes the results they get from that list, the actual buyers of their service, are much less impressive than the business with a smaller but higher quality list. This story reminds us that we need to think about meaning more often, and not just think about it, but take note of it and begin to measure our lives and our work according to it. I could tell you that thousands of people have read my books and listened to this podcast or worked with me over the years, but what matters to me are the people who share that something they've read or heard or learned has really impacted their business and their life. These are some of my meaningful moments. It's interesting that the children are given their notebooks when they are old enough, at a certain age. At first, I thought that this means that it's when they can write, but perhaps it's more connected to something else. You see, children naturally live in the moment for the most part. And then as we grow up, we lose this ability to be fully present and instead are living in the past or in the future. The notebooks are a reminder to be present to every moment so that they can identify and record the meaningful moments. It reminds me of when years ago my coach told me that if I wanted to build a following, I would need to write a story every week, not just once a month as I was doing. My immediate reaction was that my life is not that interesting and how would I find a story every week? But I got into the routine 
And I began to notice that it was moments in my life that were the stories that I could write. And I did it without missing a week for more than 10 years. To this day, I'm thankful to that coach who helped me get so much more present to my life so that I could tell those stories. So the story ends with this. We add up all our meaningful moments, and then we get to a number that's written in years, months, weeks, days, hours, and sometimes even minutes, because in this town, meaningful moments is how we measure life. And this is that town, and these are those moments. In business, the lesson is that doing something meaningful is what matters. It's literally how we will be remembered. So we must do the work that matters to us. We must build or create something meaningful to us and to others. And finally, there is no town. We are that town. These are those moments. When you listen to this podcast, when you do the work that you love, when you impact your client, when you hug your parent or your child, it's not about happiness or joy. There is a place for that, but this is about meaning. There is no fictional place. It's right here. The meaningful moments that so often we don't pay attention to, we carry them around. They shape us and the people around us just as surely as though we had carried a notebook around our necks. But instead, we can recall them through our choices, our actions, and our words. So let's ask ourselves the question, do our lives matter? Do we do good? Do we make a difference? We are the sum of what we experience for good and ill. When they die in this story, they're honored for the moments that were most meaningful to them. It's a wonderful reminder that in our lives, we are honored for those meaningful moments that are remembered by those whose lives we touched. I'm Lisa Bloom, and you've been listening to Once Upon a Business. You can find out more about me at story-coach.com. That's story-coach.com. Once Upon a Business is part of the Miracy FM podcast network, which also includes such shows as Just Between Coaches and Course Lab. This episode of Once Upon a Business was produced by Cynthia Lamb. Jeff Govertson and Melissa Deal assembled the episode. Danny Innie is our executive producer. Post-production was by Post Office Sound. So you don't miss the episodes that are coming up on Once Upon a Business, Please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening right now. And if you like the show, please leave us a starred review. It really does help us out. Thank you. We'll see you next time.